Hi there, and welcome back to Conversations with Father Greg. In this episode, we have a homily for Sunday, September 25th, 2022, which is the 16th Sunday after Pentecost. Let's begin our time together with a reading from Paul's first letter to Timothy. The Apostle Paul writes, Of course, there is great gain in godliness combined with contentment. For we brought nothing into the world, so that we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and in their eagerness to become rich, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pains. But as for you, man of God, shun all of this. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, gentleness. Fight the good fight of the faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and for which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God, who gives life to all things, and of Jesus Christ, who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession, I charge you to keep the commandment without spot or blame until the manifestation of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he will bring about at the right time. He who is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. It is he alone who has immortality and dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. As for those who in the present age are rich, command them not to be haughty or to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but rather on God who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, generous, and ready to share, thus storing up for themselves the treasure of a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of the life that really is life. The Word of the Lord. Dear God, may only your truth be spoken and only your truth be heard. Well, hi there, and welcome back. I once heard a story about a young man in his mid-twenties who owned a small but growing construction company. One evening he was at a party where he met a beautiful young woman. Coincidentally, the young woman's father also worked in the construction industry, and as they chatted they realized that they knew many of the same people. The two hit it off and eventually began dating. The relationship blossomed and the two were engaged. When the engagement was announced, the woman's father approached his would-be son-in-law with a business proposition. He explained that he was looking to start a new housing development in a wealthy neighborhood and wanted his would-be son-in-law to build the show home for the neighborhood. The young man was told to spare no expense to make the home a thing of beauty. The deal was signed and the young man was eager to get to work and impress his fiancé's father. 
A few weeks into the project, the young man had an idea. He realized that he could quietly replace expensive materials with those of lesser quality. Wherever possible, he traded quality materials for their less expensive counterparts. He justified his decision by telling himself that he was a businessman and trying to provide for his soon-to-be wife. The project was completed, and the young man received payment just in time to take his wife on an elaborate honeymoon after their wedding. After the wedding, as the newlyweds were about to head off to the airport, the father of the bride took the groom aside. He welcomed the young man into the family and pressed a single house key into the young man's hand. The young man had just finished building the first home that he and his wife would share. Well, his heart sank as he turned to walk towards his bride. Despite what was visible on the surface, every time that young man entered the house, he was able to see all the shortcuts that were hidden not too far below the surface. I thought of this story as I prepared for today. In our epistle reading for today, we hear Paul writing to his prodigy, a young man named Timothy. Paul encourages young Timothy to be satisfied with living a simple life, learning to be content with what he has. He encourages Timothy to nurture characteristics like righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. These traits, when cultivated, tend to flower and grow, reproducing in kind. In comparison, Paul cautions Timothy against becoming like those who crave material wealth, status, or power. Paul describes such people as a kind of distortion of God's intention for humanity. The image of the hunched golem, frantically searching for his precious ring, might come to the mind of fans of Tolkien's Lord of the Rings series. Others might imagine Captain Ahab chasing the elusive white whale all the way to his own destruction. Either way, Paul cautions against becoming like those who obsessively chase that which is perpetually just outside of their grasp. It's worth noting that Paul does not demonize those who are wealthy. It's the obsession that concerns Paul. Wealth in itself is morally neutral. It's a tool like any other, like a hammer or a screwdriver or a wrench, and it's neither good nor evil. In fact, Paul goes on to encourage the wealthy to consider how they might use their wealth to honor God. Like any tool, wealth can be used to accomplish great good, to show generosity, to feed the hungry, and to fund the healing of the sick. In contrast, the perpetual search for wealth functions like a corrosive disease that eats away at the best parts of a person. Paul also encourages Timothy to teach others to do good, to be rich in helping others, and to be extravagantly generous. Paul concludes by saying that this is the way in which a person is able to store up for themselves the treasure of a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of the life that really is life. 
When we take a step back, we begin to see that all of these traits that Paul describes are like the building materials of the human personality. Think about it for a moment. On one hand, we have attributes like faith, love, generosity, and gentleness. And on the other hand, exist things like greed, avarice, the thirst for power and control. The qualities that we choose to invest in and to practice contribute to the kind of people that we become. Over time, they begin to shape the way that we see and engage with the world. We began our time together today by considering a fictional story about a young man who chose to build a house using substandard material. In the end, he had to face down his decision and move into the house that he had built. There are many ways in which this story can be a metaphor for our own lives. We build the lives that we have to live into, using traits that we each embody in our daily lives. All these traits that Paul describes are like the building materials of the human personality. The craftsmanship that we employ to assemble them will help determine the way that we engage with the world and other people. Are we people who intentionally practice faith, love, generosity, and gentleness? Or do we crave money, power, and have an unquenchable ambition for success? To quote Paul, what kind of foundation are we building for our future? What kind of life are we truly building for ourselves, for those we care for, and for the generations that follow? Let's pray. God of Abraham, Moses, and the prophets, your covenant binds us as sisters and brothers. Help us to overcome the scandal of poverty and the chasm of indifference, so that we may recognize you in the wounded poor. Through Jesus Christ, the builder of bridges. Amen. Amen.